The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Good way to start your morning with a little JT. I, I couldn't get him out of my head after we had the conversation about NSYNC I was gonna say. versus the Backstreet Boys yesterday. So I was listening to a lot of Justin Timberlake yesterday. So that's your fault. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, guys. We're glad you're joining us this morning. And here's your thought of the day. You can accomplish by kindness what you cannot by force there you go you can accomplish by kindness what you cannot by force write that one down here is the text number 434-248-0704 here's our mind jam trivia this morning you can also call in because you guys have taken to call in with the answer and that's cool too Uh, our toll-free number is 866-916-3776 the demand for this surged 18% during the COVID pandemic. 66% of American households own at least one. Only 15 minutes of interaction with this reduces your stress levels. What are we talking about? 434-248-0704. The demand surged for this 18% during the pandemic. 66% of American households own at least one. And only 15 minutes of interaction will reduce your stress levels. So there you go. See if they're like a treadmill or a pet. <laughs> a treadmill. Oh, that's a good answer, actually. Yeah, I like that. Treadmill or pet. All right, those, that's your that's your guess. That's what I'm feeling right now. All right, gotcha. Well, we'll see. We'll see what everybody else. Because everyone was either like working out or getting a pet during the pandemic. <laughs> well, that's that is true. There I was didn't a lot work of out that. or get a pet. And you know what? What increased a hundred percent during the pandemic? A hundred percent puzzles. Mm. The the sales of puzzles increased one hundred percent. Like, how is that even possible? Were you not selling puzzles before? Everybody was. Doing. I started to go to work every day, so when I was the pandemic, so it didn't matter to me. And and same thing with me. I guess it's our just our industry, but nothing really changed except I had to carry an emergency card around with me in the early days. Oh, I was living in um, a farm town in Kansas. I was okay. so you didn't have to worry about it. Gotcha. On this day in history, in 1946, UN General, the United Nations General Assembly meets for the first time in London. In 1982, the NFC Championship, Candlestick Park, San Francisco 49ers beat Dallas Cowboys. The catch, that iconic moment in NFL history when Dwight Clark makes that fingertip catch for a touchdown from Joe Montana. There you go. That was a big day. It was. I put that in there just for you. Thank you. You are welcome. (laughs) No problem. And then in 1999... The Sopranos, starring James Gandolfini as mobster Tony Soprano, debuts on HBO. I've started to get into this show. I need to get back into it a little more. I got about like two and a half seasons in. You know, I ended up watching it on A&E because 
you know, some of the language and stuff was, uh, so I watched a more sanitized version of it. But I can, I can understand why people were so addicted to that show. It's, it's very, it's good stuff for sure. Um, Leia, I appreciate your passion and your answer, but I don't think the answer is mules. <laughs> she says interacting with mules reduces all stress. I agree with that. I, I'm sure. I that's was thinking, like maybe true. like um, the mule, like the drink, but <laughs> no, an actual mule. <laughs> and I don't think I don't think an 18 percent increase of demand surged for mules during. But again, I appreciate your passion. And well, people are doing crazy things then, so she might not be. Uh, well, that's that's true. Uh, we've also had answers like <laughs> an AR-15 and toilet brushes. People were cleaning their houses a lot more. And doing a lot of things with their house. That's true. All right. You guys are... I, I could tell it's going to be an interesting morning just from the text this morning. I've got a lot of birthdays today. Uh, singer Rod Stewart is turning 78 years old today. Also having a birthday today, another musician that I just love, uh, Donald Fagan, is turning 75 years old. Of course, he was a huge part of Steely Dan. Steely Dan was one of those groups I wanted to make sure that my kids were familiar with, so they're that's one of those random groups that I made sure they're familiar with their entire body of work. Eh, different priorities for different moms. I get it. Boxer George Foreman is having a birthday today, turning 74 years old. Sure, great boxer, but what was he best known for? All right, it's my G5 with five removable cooking plates, so it makes all of your favorite foods, and it knocks off the fat. The George Foreman G5. It's the next grilleration. Oh my! He, did, Every, he is the oldest man to win the heavyweight title. Just, just saying. But everybody had a George Foreman grill in their house. I mean, I don't I know. know. I don't know anybody who did not have at some point a George Foreman grill. And some people still use it. I I don't use it, but because we're big grillers outside. But a he, lot of people. Forty-five. Do. He won the heavyweight title of the world. Actually. 46. Well, his bank account made millions because of that stinking grill that he came out with. But you're right. A tremendous athlete, and all of his children are named George, which I also found weird. Uh, singer Sean Colvin is having a birthday today, turning 67 years old. A, a bit of a one-hit wonder for herself, but wrote a lot of hits for other people. couple of more birthdays that we have this morning, uh, including Pat Benatar is having a birthday today. Now, it's hard to pick a Pat Benatar song because she had so many, but I went with this one.
70 years old today, Pat Benatar. And then uh, one more, we have uh, Chris Smith of Crisscross having a birthday today, turning 44 years old. It's hard to believe because they were such little kids when they first started out. You're macking your bad. You're tiny in that video. But that's okay. All right. Uh, our Mind Jam trivia this morning. This was our question. The question was, the demand for this went up 18% during the COVID pandemic. Also, 66% of American households own at least one. And only 15 minutes of interaction will reduce your stress levels. Well, there you go. Uh, people are guessing dogs and cats. And I told you about the AR-15. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Okay. All right. We're going to have the answer coming up here in uh, in just a little bit. I will say we, we don't have the answer yet. That's not the answer. Oh, I was like, you don't have the but, answer? Like, you don't have it no, at all? Like, I have the answer. <laughs> I was like... It's like, don't you have to have it to give the trivia question? No, I mean, I have the answer, okay. but they haven't sent in the correct answer yet. If they want to keep guessing as we go into break, they can do that. Does anyone guess what I guessed? One of them, yeah. Okay, so that means I'm wrong. <laughs> so I'll think of a new one. We'll have the answer coming up. Thanks for listening to The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Plants. 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 Yes. I want some plants. You want some plants. This wouldn't do it for me. You don't know how hard it is to find a song about plants. It's a little more difficult than you might think. That's the answer to our Mind Jam trivia today. House plants. The uh, demand surged 18% during the COVID pandemic. 66% of American households own at least one, and only 15 minutes of interaction reduces your stress levels. Unless, of course, you know, they're dying and then that might change things. Uh, one of the other facts was um, on average, Owners of these have killed at least seven. I thought that was a little harsh, so I didn't include that one. But there are certain things that I want to be able to grow that, that I can't. For example, my niece is fantastic growing like the little succulents and things like that, which I think are super cool. And I just, I kill them. I think they thrive on neglect and I just love them to death. I think that's probably what it is. So I just have fake succulents and then I do better with, with other things. So, but that's that's the answer. Today is National Houseplant Appreciation Day. So there you go. I need to get you a houseplant for your new house. <gasps> yeah, you don't have a plant in your house, do you? I actually have a pot for it. You have a pot for it. But My mom got me a pot years ago. <laughs> that just sat there empty. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to do that for, for your new digs that you'll be moving in later on this month. 
Yeah, I know. Exciting time to Actually, be Actually, week from Saturday, so I have to pack. Yeah, you do have to pack. You kind of took it a little easy. Now you're going to have to, the pressure is definitely going to be on. Well, coming up a little bit later on, we're going to be talking about your power bill. Has your power bill gone up? And if it has, how much has it gone up? We, we hardly use any power at all. Um, and ours went up. Mine's doubled. Has it doubled? Yep. Can I ask you what it, what your last bill was? Are you comfortable with me asking that? Do you care? Ours I'll was... write down the number and then show you. Oh, okay. All right. Ours... And I don't know how it got this way. I think... Ours were, was like $137. Mine was more. Which, which what we thought was absolutely ridiculous. Um, some people are seeing bills. Okay. Yeah. So, so that definitely more than us, and there's two people. We have yeah. two people. Now, I think, I think, and I've turned the heat down. I think it was just a heat thing, like my heat. But for thing. us, we don't turn the heat pump on ever. Yeah. So I live in a basement level, mm-hmm. so I think, and but my we use my wood apartment, and we have gas. my apartment is poorly designed. Where, like, there's this, like, the pipe going to the living area, the living room. Is basically blocked by a wall, and so the air, hot air, doesn't get to the living room, so it makes it cold, and it messes with the temperature in the in the apartment, so it just constantly runs. So I have to keep my heat kind of lower. Well, we don't good turn news ours is, on at all. Good news is I, I don't have to live there anymore. Yeah, but now you have a whole house to heat, so it's gonna be. It's, yeah, it'll, but it'll, I'm gonna run that. I probably I think I can run that lower, and I'll feel okay. Well, with we it. didn't understand how ours was went up because. We Same. do heat with wood. We don't turn the heat pump on ever. Uh, I try to be really smart about, you know, washing clothes and that type thing. Um, then my husband works with a guy with a lot of children. And so he was like, holy crap, his bill is probably unbelievable. And it, it wasn't as, as high as we thought it would be. Now, there are some people reporting power bills of over $700, which is what crazy. You like? Well, there's a there's an article charging in a Tesla uh, <laughs> on ABC 13 of an AEP customer. Her name is Felicia Nettles, and she her her bill, um, the one they got for November, was seven hundred dollars. That's what her bill was. That's an insane amount of money. She's. Uh, she, along with many others, are wanting to know what is the deal with these price jumps. Um, and an AEP spokesperson did an interview, and they said one of the biggest contributors is the fuel factor increase, which kicked in in November 1st. Um, they use natural gas and coal to generate electricity, which is why... I, I have to laugh when they start talking about electric cars and things like that. Oh, we're getting rid of fossil fossil fuels. And they use natural gas and coal for the electricity, which is why it just makes me shake my head. Um, so a typical customer using about a thousand kilowatts, the fuel factor increased about $20, Porter said. However, um, they found that people were charged more than $20 per kilowatt hour. And on average, they're paying anywhere from $31 to $33 
per kilowatt hour, not $20. So I'm curious if our listeners are seeing those increases as well. Um, Let's see. Ours went up $170 from December to January. We keep our house at 62 degrees during the winter most of the time uh, and run space heaters or our gas logs on occasion. That jump nearly gave me a heart attack. That's from Lynn. So that wasn't her bill. That was the increase to her bill. It went up another $170 for that one. She keeps it way colder than I do. Um, Southside, uh, this listener says they're on Southside Electric, and their bill is always $700 in the winter? Gizmo, are you kidding me? Your electric bill is $700 in the winter. I mean, do you heat exclusively with electric? What on earth is your bill going to go to? Ugh. Uh, Leah says, I believe people waste a lot of electricity and don't realize it because it's a natural thing for them in their daily life. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I have turned into my father when it comes to walking around in the dark and (laughs) turning off everything. And, and even, you know, my husband is great about unplugging everything, that whole phantom. Yeah, I don't. Because if you leave stuff plugged up, it's still pulling power. Yeah, I don't unplug things. Your coffee pots, your toasters, your like all that stuff is constantly pulling. So it's it's a good idea to unplug those as well. And watch your life. If you're not using it, turn it off. Uh, somebody said defund coal, make the U.S. third world. Thank you, Biden voters. Well, I don't know. A seven hundred dollar. I can't imagine a seven hundred dollar power bill. Uh, here's another one. It said electric bill went from two hundred and ninety-seven dollars in November to eight hundred and two dollars in December. How are people supposed to pay this? That is a huge increase. I'm curious with this particular listener, what what was the highest your bill ran last year? I'm guessing it was probably. In the 400s, maybe. So, here, here's the thing. If, if AEP, if you're on AEP, if they're saying that you're supposed to be paying $20 per kilowatt hour and you're paying more than that, they need to be called out on that. Says another big chunk of the additional 10 to the $13 is coming from a base interim rate increase, they started that in September at a 855 per thousand kilowatts. And evidently, the state corporation asked Appalachian Power to reduce that base rate in order to remand filing saying the rates were too high. Oh, I'd say the rates were too high. It was $8 originally, but with the change, it pushes it down to $6. Well, that's not a huge difference, is it? Um, It won't be significant since we're charging about $8 uh, and some change per kilowatt hour. Then it reduces down to $6. So you're looking at a $2 difference per 1,000 kilowatt. Unfortunately, that's the only refund you'll see. mm, 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 mm. 
Bear says that he unplugged from Southside Electric in 1999. And um, I have solar. It's crap, but it's better than getting robbed. Okay. I love Bear. Bear just like puts it out there, doesn't he? <laughs> and then Leah says, we use electricity at the barn and house and it never goes over 150. A heater in the livestock tank, water for the dog and cat, lights all through the barn and our sheds. So I can't complain. Well, I hope it stays that way. I don't know how it could stay that way for some and then be seven or $800 in others. And then Gizmo said AEP probably spent close to $40 million in the last storm. Well, that, that could be. But that's part of doing business. I mean, they've always had to deal with storms and, and things. I definitely feel like we have some, you know, advantage being taken here. Uh, Dale says, I have Southside Electric. Average bill is $100. I heat with wood. Well, we'll see. Sounds like a mixed bag there. Some folks are really seeing an increase. Others, you know, maybe not so much. Another person texted in and said, we set our thermostats at 60. Our early December bill was $86. The January bill was $194, and we ran our wood stove constantly. People need to turn those thermostats down and use drying racks for clothes. I imagine a lot of people are going to start figuring that out. We got your local news and your weather forecast coming up with WDBJ7. It's on the way on the Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts, decreasing clouds today with a high of 49 degrees. We'll turn partly cloudy lows at 29 tonight. A mix of clouds and sunshine on Wednesday, highs at 52. Wednesday night lows at 36 degrees. And on Thursday, we'll bring in a chance of rain showers. Heading into the afternoon, highs at 59. Rain continues Thursday night and wraps up early Friday with cooler conditions for the weekend. And currently, we have in the Lynchburg area, uh, 29 degrees, 33 in Bedford, 32 in Roanoke, 27 in Danville, uh, 29 in Amherst, and 28 in Appomattox. Definitely chilly and uh, definitely some, some frozen spots on some wet areas uh, this morning. We've had a, a few folks announce those and text it to us, so just, just be aware of that. It is a, a sad day for conservatives, for sure, as the uh, one half of the, the, the duo Diamond and Silk uh, political commentators, conservative women, uh, has passed away. Uh, Diamond Lynette Hardway has passed away at the age of 51 years old. And uh, she is certainly going to be very missed. Apparently, she had been uh, unwell. I think her last appearance was probably in the, the middle of December. Um, uh, both women, sisters, whose names are Lynette Hardway and Rochelle Richardson, were born in 71. And um, President Donald Trump made an announcement last night on uh, his Truth Social platform calling her death a, a sad day for Republicans. Our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk has passed away at her home. 
that she loved so much in North Carolina. Uh, cause of death was unknown and was unexpected. Uh, in late November, Diamond and Silk's Twitter account made a plea for prayers for her. It was not exactly sure why. Uh, anyone who believes in the power of prayer, please pray for Diamond. It said the autobiographical uprising says that the sisters grew up poor, but not without class tastes and an anchor in a parcel of the fertile land of the deep south where her father's dad and grandfather uh, were landowning farmers. And, of course, they probably made their biggest splash during Trump's 2016 campaign for president, supporting him with commentary on their YouTube channel. And the duo said they switched parties after being lifelong Democrats to support Trump. And they, they were passionate Trump fans, for sure. Uh, Trump embraced the two, emphasizing their status as black American women supporting a white Republican whose record on inclusion has been criticized as antiquated, if not uh, prejudiced, uh, although there are several examples of uh, his behavior throughout his history that would go directly against that, as Diamond and Silk pointed out many times. Um, They spoke before Senate committees um, on the Judiciary and the Senate Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation regarding alleged efforts to suppress their Facebook page. And their stand came amid Republican claims of anti-GOP bias on the platform. And they were, they were a big part of that, for sure. Um, they also had con- contributor jobs at Fox News. Now, the network ended that in 2020 because they started talking about a lot about conspiracy things and um, that the COVID figures were being manipulated to make Trump look bad and, and things like that. Um, but she certainly was well-loved by many people and will be sorely missed. Uh, just 51 years old, it, it would be, I'd really like to know what happened. I'm sure they'll do an autopsy and, and more on that will probably be coming out very shortly. Um, one of the big stories right now is it, it seems like the House got themselves together enough to rescind billions in funding to the IRS in a first major majority action with McCarthy as speaker. What do you guys think about that? 866-916-3776. Are you happy about that? Uh, the legislation will roll back billions in funding that was approved in the Inflation Reduction Act for the IRS. The House did vote to rescind more than $70 billion in funding to the Internal Revenue Service. That happened last night. Uh, the bill dubbed the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act passed the House of Representatives 221 to 210. And that will roll back billions of dollars of funding for the IRS that was approved uh, last year. But it leaves in place funding for customer service and improvement to IT services, which we all know was desperately needed. They didn't have working copiers in most of the offices. We've got a caller on the line now. Good morning. You're, uh, you're on the morning jam. Hey, Janet. Good morning. Morning. What do you think hey, about this rollback wonder, with the IRS? 
Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, you know, so I, if we can get those eighty thousand agents uh, not not armed, then we'll be okay. <laughs> I don't know why we need armed IRS agents. I think Marco talked about that. But uh, yeah, I was just diamond and silk. I I was really sad to see that this morning. Oh, and, it is uh, sad. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon Strucker, the uh, the gay conservative guy, he put on there that. They had both prayed for him recently when he had surgery, and and he showed pictures of them too, and how awesome they were. And uh, you know, he was a walk away guy, uh, right? He, he was a Democrat that walked away from a Democratic Party too. A- but, as were they, yeah. Um, I uh, this thing with Joe Biden and his documents. Oh, his his. I, uh, I feel like I'm classified. I had to laugh. Yeah, I had to laugh. Uh, I'm just like, are they going to go through the first lady's uh, underwear drawer uh, like they did Trump? I mean, oh, you know they won't. I'm, I'm just, you don't think so? No, they no, won't. They won't. But, he won't even comment well, on it. That. He was asked about it, and and he wouldn't even comment about it. <laughs> I just, uh, I thought, why is it everything that the Democrats say about Trump they always doing? Like, you know, the yeah. Ukraine phone call. Oh wait. Uh, wasn't Biden getting money from Ukraine? Uh, you know, it's just everything. Everything they say is just exact. Is exactly what they're doing. So I think it's Dan Bongino that said, "Anytime a Democrat say something, just wait a wait a little while, and they're the ones doing it." So he said, "If they if they accuse you of doing something, then they're probably doing it themselves." But and that seems like a case. I mean, what I don't understand I, I is how know. they get by with it. I mean, he I, he didn't answer that I question. No he idea. just looked at his feet and went on, and nobody says a dang thing about it. Yeah, just like, uh, what's his name, Swalwell with a Chinese uh, uh, spy that he's having sex with. I mean, um, yeah, if that was, or the stuff with Hunter Biden. I mean, if, if, you're, if uh, Donald Trump Jr. did the same thing, because I think Donald Trump Jr. just put that picture of, uh, or that video of Hunter uh, weighing the, coke, the crack cocaine with a hooker. And he was like, can you imagine if I did this, what they would be doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that would, it would be a different story, that's for sure. Well, we'll be curious to so see anyway, if, this, if this sticks around or if it just does what most of the, the things do with Biden and it just, they just want to you know, pretend like it never happened. We'll see. I know. Hopefully, Lauren Bobert's on the scene. I heard her yesterday on Hannity, and man, she was fired up and ready to go. So I was like, uh, "Man, Bobert is fired up." <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's anyway, true. I all right. Have thanks, a great day, thanks Jen. for calling. Uh, Dale says that's called projection. Yeah, is whether you're talking about politics or or in your personal life when they're accusing you of doing something that they're doing all the time. But he is right. That does happen quite a bit. Uh, got a text that said, don't stop with the IRS. Get rid of a whole lot more government agencies. Money wasted in government agencies will go back into the pockets of working citizens. Uh, it's time to start taking our debt seriously. I 100% agree with that. Of course, now you know that the first thing the Democrats are going to do is they're going to spin this. And now... So you've got McCarthy coming out and saying the last thing the American people right now is more audits from an out-of-control bloated IRS. 
the Inflation Act funding for IRS would lead to the hiring of 87,000 new IRS employees tasked with raising enough revenue to pay for the Democrats' Green New Deal priorities. They say the bill leaves in place customer service and IT improvements, which we mentioned because the IRS is in desperate need of reform, but it does protect middle-class families from audits they can't afford. Uh, That's uh, uh, Smith that was talking about that. But, of course, the Democrats are coming out saying, oh, this is just going to put us in a deficit now. This is just going to create a huge deficit because they've they've done this. I mean, they're projecting an awful lot that these uh, that these IRS agents are going to be able to take money out of your pocket uh, to raise this this money. So don't be falling for that. You're going to be hearing a lot of that over the next couple of days. They're going to be talking a lot. The uh, the Democrats are going to be talking a lot about how horrible this is and how it's going to cost cost us all this money because of this reduction that they did. But don't you forget where that money comes from. That comes out of out of our pockets. And they can talk about all these, you know, rich bloated businesses, but make no mistake, they they would be coming after ours as well because we don't have the lawyers to defend ourselves. These big corporations do. We don't have it, but they do. And that's the difference right there. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and keeping their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Whether it's their uh, chicken sale that they've got going on this week or whether it's their uh, wonderful seafood offerings that they have, uh, both fresh and frozen, they can take care of you over there. Today's recipe is for a Greek shrimp and spinach pasta, and it is delicious, and it comes together very quickly. You're going to start by bringing your pasta to a boil, just whatever your pasta is of choice, whatever you have in your pantry. Cook it until it's tender and drain it well. Then you're going to season your shrimp with Greek seasoning. And you're going to let it uh, sit while the pasta cooks. Then in a large saute pan, put in some olive oil. Have the pan at about a medium-high heat. Saute the shrimp. And right before they finish cooking, remove them from the pan. Then you're going to add in a package of, uh, you can use fresh or frozen spinach. If you use frozen, make sure you've thawed it and you've squeezed it super dry. And then you're going to saute the shrimp. Uh, add that spinach to the pan, cook it until it's heated through, and then add the pasta to the pan with a little bit of heavy cream. And when it's nice and warm, add in the rest of your spices. That's going to be some dill and a little bit of salt. And uh, then you're going to put in your feta in the pan. And what's going to happen is it's going to make this delicious sauce that's going to coat your pasta and your shrimp. Add that shrimp back at the last minute. Cook one more minute, remove it from the heat, and dinner is done. It's a Greek shrimp and spinach pasta. I will say I've made it with fresh shrimp, uh, with fresh spinach, and I've made it with frozen, and the frozen actually makes a nicer coating. 
for your pasta. So uh, you do whatever you please, but that's just my two cents. You want to see that recipe? Just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. We are the morning jam. Our number, 866-916-3776. Thanks for your calls and texts this morning. We are welcoming to the show uh, Jim Crisula, one of our favorite correspondents. He is in uh, Greensboro. Uh, this is a tough subject that we're talking to Jim about this morning. Good morning, sir. Hi, good morning, Janet. Hi. Um, so we touched on this a little bit yesterday. Of course, this came after our show on Friday. Um, the 25-year-old Newport News, Virginia, first-grade teacher, Abby Zwerner, who we understand is in stable condition right now. Is that your understanding as well? Yeah, that's right. Uh, she was shot in the hand, and the bullet went through her hand, Janet, and hit her in the chest. But she was initially listed as a critical condition, now stable condition, so that's certainly a positive that it appears she's She's making progress and, and healing at this point. Well, this isn't exactly something that a first grade teacher is going to think that they're going to have to deal with. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the youngest shooter we've ever had in American history, is it not? In terms of a school shooting, yes. yes. Uh, so, you know, I've covered, unfortunately, so many of these school shootings over the decades, and, and I certainly can't recall anything near like this and in terms of of a six-year-old doing this i i can recall there was a shooting back in the late 90s i believe it was janet in jonesboro arkansas at a middle school uh, but there you were talking about kids that were like 10 11 12 years old but uh, obviously there's been a lot of talk there in virginia that uh, there's not any kind of state law to to handle something like this to deal with something like this so Authorities at this point are at a loss as to what they can even do with this child. Well, at the age of six, I mean, he, he doesn't even have a, a, a true understanding, I, I don't think, of what he has done at this point. But now the parents, the parents could be a different story. If he had access to this gun from his home, they could absolutely be held with some responsibility for this. Very much so. And the police did say yesterday, police chief... Steve Drew in Newport News did say that he brought this gun from home. Okay. How he got it, we still don't know at this point. May, we may never find out. But there have been a lot of legal analysts I have talked to and I've heard in Virginia, and they say one of the things they're saying, Janet, is can a six-year-old mind even comprehend, uh, can there be a criminal intent in a six-year-old mind if you were to try to prosecute a, a child this young? And, and no one is really sure of that. As the mother of, of three children, uh, I would say absolutely not. They're, they just they're, they don't have the ability to comprehend that. You know that's why they have parents. It's our sure. job to teach them right from wrong. It's our job to set a, a, a standard of how you deal with people, how you deal with your feelings, your emotions, your conflicts, things like that. Um, so, I, in my opinion. And that's all it is. Although we do have laws in Virginia, you have to keep a gun out of the hands. You know, I think it's 14. Uh, they cannot have access to a gun. It has to be locked, put away. 
Yeah, that's right. That's well put about motherhood and parenthood. Yes, very much so. And again, hearkening back to the Jonesboro, Arkansas school shooting, I remember that instance, Janet, where one of the young young shooters got weapons out of a got of out of his grandfather's. They were locked at his grandfather's home, and they were able to find a key and get the weapons. Mm. The grandfather was not charged because he at least. Sure. had the weapons locked, but the, one of them was able to get, one of the shooters was able to get a, a, the key to open that. So that was kind of a different situation. But, uh, y- yes, so many questions about this. Uh, the police are now saying as well yesterday, Janet, that the student merely pulled the gun out of a backpack, pointed it at the teacher, and fired. There was no physical struggle over the gun preceding the, uh. the, the gunshot, nor was there any kind of confrontation between the two, apparently. Wow. Now, we also heard at the top of the hour that police are now saying that he he was combative with them when they came when they came in to um, to take control of the situation. Um, But I mean, you know, what does that mean with a six year old at that point? He was probably confused and and scared. And but, you know, we don't the thing about it is we don't know what this child has seen with his home life um, sure. none yes. of that is is coming out and i don't know how much of that will come out because of his age exactly yes uh, and again uh, you know just as i say so many questions here um, it, it'll ultimately be interesting to see if the parents are charged and with what if they are indeed facing criminal charges well, I think if they're not charged, they could have bigger problems in Newport News for sure. Uh, they did have a vigil held last night. That's right. Uh, many people showed up, of course. Um, Abby Swarner is a, a proud graduate of JMU, James Madison University. Mm-hmm. They put out a statement over the weekend um, offering thoughts and prayers to, to her and her family and, and everyone involved with the situation at this school, this elementary school in, in coastal Newport News. Well, uh, I know our, our listeners are, are putting out uh, thoughts and prayers to her and her family, and quite honestly, uh, for this six-year-old. I mean, he's six years old. He has a, a whole life ahead of him, and, yeah. um, and and we have to, we just have to keep that in mind and, uh, and pray that, that this isn't, that this child just isn't lost in a, a horrible situation so and and of course janet to the other kids who were in the room who saw this <laughs> absolutely yeah they're, they're going to have to, to to deal with that trauma and the sights and sounds of, of that of what they saw and really the of, of the children lives. in the whole in the whole schools uh, sure, just yes, for that realization yes. that that can happen to them well uh jim Crisula, thank you so much for joining us as always keeping us updated on some of these big stories on the national spotlight we appreciate you joining us on the morning jam you always good to talk to you thanks janet Take thank care. you uh-huh uh, coming up a little bit later on in the show we're going to be talking about some other stories including uh biden is expected to attend the north american leaders summit in mexico city and to meet with mexican president lopez uh, uh obrador and the canadian prime minister justin trudeau And so we're going to be talking with White House correspondent about that 
in the next hour. We're working at getting that set up now. So uh, lots of things to talk about. If there's something you want to talk about, keep our number handy. 866-916-3776. Our text number 434-248-0704. Thanks for being a part of our radio family here on The Morning Jam. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.